Well, welcome back, all my fellow friends, family, fellow listeners, to the wonderful world of Off Track with Troy. Um, I've been dark, silent, uh, in a rut, probably since somewhat of last fall, uh, early winter. And so I'm going to spend a few minutes kind of just a, a podcast of my own feelings here today. Um, today is March 25th, um, 2020, of course. And most of us in this country are currently on some type of lockdown or, uh, you know, mandatory something or, or social distancing or things that I've seen in movies, probably a video game that I never thought would come true. Uh, but I'm going to get back to that. Uh, you know, last year, I think some of my podcasts, you guys probably heard me talk about coming down with C. diff. Uh, it's a pretty gross infection somewhere in my gut. And man, it really threw me for a loop. Like it made things pretty hard business wise, um, I constantly, each day, didn't know how I was going to feel. I was taking medicine finally, like talks about poop transplants and, you know, having to get scoped, which I've done before. Like I have irritable bowel syndrome. I'm really open. You guys are probably like, why is he telling us this? Um, but it just messed with my psyche. Like I fight depression. I fight anxiety. Um, you know, I just... It, it, and it just, I fight irritable bowel syndrome. And, and then I threw on this like C. diff and whatnot. And it just such a roller coaster. And, and I more than likely caught that like a year ago in February. And it was like May before we really started to figure things out, medicated by June. And then it took like three rounds of this, this, you know, medication at like four weeks at a time. So it was like June, July, August, um, you know, moving senior pictures around and appointments around and, and trying to fight through some of it. And just, it was like an everyday battle. Listen, I'm going to say this too. Um, I don't have cancer, right? So like, why am I bitching? Um, I don't have some autoimmune disease that keeps me from, you know, certain things or people or events like people right now really have to be, you know, really careful. Um, I don't have some giant tumor. I don't have, uh, a missing limb, you know, I don't have a handicapped, uh, but yet it, it was like, it was like not necessarily a big deal to me. It just made a big deal. It, it, it made things harder for me than, uh, I was used to. And it paid its toll, I think on me and my family and and my business. And then you add all that, right? So now like my business is somewhat suffering at the time because I'm moving things and canceling things. And, uh, and then you have that added stress. And so it was just like a big circle, like a big vicious cycle of, I just couldn't figure anything out. Right. And then uh, late winter, I find out, uh, I've kicked it. Right. You know, and then it's winter and, and here I'm bitching again, like winter. Um, my depression goes from an eight to a 10 right? It's winter. It's cold. It's crappy. You're miserable. You can't be outside. You can't hang out with your friends. You can't enjoy the, 
the weather, right? Like, I mean, you can if you're skiing and snowboarding and, and such, but that doesn't really happen in Iowa. So um, I spent this winter just in a real funk. And mid-January, I went to an event. If you're not familiar, I mean, a lot of my photographer friends listen to this, but if you're not familiar, I go to an event called Professional Photographers of America, and they call it Imaging USA. And... I was 50-50, like, it ends up being a good thing, but, like, rolling into it, I wasn't even sure I wanted to go, uh, which is really weird for me, because it's, like, one thing that I absolutely look forward to every every year. Um, we have quite a, a family circle, and it's, you know, it's some of these people I get to see, you know, a few times through the year, ten times through the year, or three times through the year, but some of these people, that's that's it. We talk on the phone and I get to see them at imaging. So it's a big deal to me. I love it there. And, and you know, I, I hold it close to my heart. I've volunteered. I've been on committees. Um, I've had a lot to do with it. I was on a, a committee that picked, picked the speakers. And so I, I hold it near and dear. You know, in, in January 2020 here, uh, I, I almost didn't go. I just in a funk. Like, I think my depression in the past 41, almost 42 years of my life. And, and as for as long as I can remember, you know, battling it, um, I feel like it was real close to the top of, of the scale. And, and, uh, I end up going and I forced myself somewhat to like hang out with people. I put on a face, um, I faked it till you make it kind of deal. And maybe that was just the first day or two. Cause by the end, uh, I felt really good. It was good to, you know, and that's part of my point. It was good to be with friends and just have some laughs, get back to some normalcy, be able to share with, you know, your, your friends, uh, at dinners and stuff like, Hey man, I'm hurting. Um, I'm, I'm not who I want to be. I'm unhappy. I, you know, I think you have to ask for help. So many of us don't ask for help. And, and I think growing up, there's a part of me that would have been like, you pussy, um, you know, suck it up, right? But like as a 41, 40, almost 42-year-old man, I'm cool with asking for help. I wish more people would ask for help. And and we don't. Um, and I didn't, you know, maybe going into that event, that wasn't even my, uh, you know, my goal. I, I think being there and being around people that I know love me and people that I love, um, it pulls it out of you. Right. Uh, and I'm lucky. Um, I, I, I'm lucky in the sense that I have a lot of, a lot of people that care about me. Um, and, and that I care about. And I know there's people in this world that feel like they don't have anybody and maybe, maybe there's a reality to that for them. Like maybe they're, been so shut off from the social side of of life that they're now 40 or 30 or 10 or 80 and they've just never connected with people right I'm sure those are people out there but I think there's somebody right like I think um I think some people will be shocked that if they turn to a coworker that Maybe that coworker that's like, hey, how you doing? And and you're that shut off person. And you're just like, oh, I'm good, right? I'm good. 
and you carry on with your day. That's the only interaction you guys ever have. But maybe one day, you finally turn to that person and say, you know what, my, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not good. I'm not in a good place. Uh, I think you might find that they're there for you. Maybe it's in a different light. Maybe it's a different way. Maybe they're like, hey, I'm happy to help. Or maybe they, maybe they tell the right person, right? And that person helps you. My point to this babbling at this current second, ask for help. There's no shame. There's no shame in letting somebody else help carry your weight. Somebody carrying your baggage, somebody carrying your bullshit. I think it's totally normal, totally healthy. Friends, coworker, neighbor, family, church, no church, whatever. Somebody, somebody near you would help you. Me, if we bumped into each other on the side of the street and for some reason, out of the craziness of our world, you turned to me and never even knew me and said, hey man, I need help. I would help you. I would help you with open arms and open mind and open heart. I would help you. So my point is, there's people out there, right? And, and I think we need to take that. Carrying on, right? So I'm telling you about January. And this whole time I haven't been podcasting. I brought all my podcasting stuff to imaging. I planned on like podcasting a bunch of friends and, and people I knew and people I know that have some amazing stories. Um, and, I, and I couldn't really bring myself to it. Uh, and I talked to my buddy Jed, Jed Toffer who has a podcast um, called the, the Conversation. I, I think I said that right. And um, uh, I told Jed like, Hey man, I'm in a funk, you know, I'm, uh, uh, this and that. And, and Jed, uh, Jed gave me some pretty, pretty sound advice and it was, and, and I think it would work for anything. Um, for me, I was telling him how, like, I wanted to get back to podcasting, but you know, my life, the way I felt like things were heavy and walls were built and I just wasn't in a place. And he was like, just do one, right? Just do one. Go talk to somebody, get somebody on the mic across from you. And once you get done with number one, you'll find a way to get back to two and three and four. And it probably sounds like a little, you know, elementary or stupid, but like, it's so true. I, I, in fast forwarding, this happened in January. I just did my first podcast, uh, that I'll be bringing back to you guys yesterday, uh, during our social distancing which we were like four and a half feet apart. I've got a lot of mic cord. Um, but man, I just, here's the thing. You go from January, I get through February. Things are picking up. I'm trying to get into a good headspace. My friend Jen Hillingay is like, hey man, you need to talk to somebody like professional. I, and I've been researching that and I want to, I want to find the right person. And I think I have. Um, and those sessions will start for me, I think pretty, pretty shortly. And, you know, get out of February and, you know, me and Lisa got to do a, a few fun things. I love state wrestling. I, again, I love state wrestling, right? Like if you know me and you follow me on Facebook, probably in February, you know, like to like click the, like uh, take a break button or something because I'm going to, for, for three days, I'm going to post a ton of videos of me watching Face, or doing Facebook lives of Iowa high school state wrestling. And again, like I found myself like 
ah, man, Lisa, uh, Lisa's my wife, if you don't know. I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't even know if I want to do it. I don't know if I even want to go. And when things that bring you happiness for years on end, you're questioning whether or not you even have the want to do it, there's something wrong, right? So like, I'm still into February, my depression's pretty kicking in, you know, and I fight through it. We, we, we do state again. I had a great time. Um, come home. Uh, got to go to Vegas. I don't gamble anymore. You guys have heard me talk. Like I'm currently with my four year, uh, gambling free chip and that's a, a big accomplishment for me. And, and I still feel great about that. I feel I'm in a good headspace when it comes to gambling. I, even this through this whole depression, I thought would be a trigger. Like I was always worried. Like if I got, if my depression got worse than where it was at times that maybe that would be a trigger for me to gamble. Nope. Um, that part I've, I, I got a good check mark and, uh, you know, went to Vegas. Um, my wife flew on from Vegas to Phoenix to, to see her parents. And, and then I went from, uh, Vegas to Phoenix. And so, you know, we took about a week, about seven days. And, and so Lisa got to spend seven days in Arizona. I spent seven days between Vegas and Phoenix and, or the Phoenix area. And like, th- this is where like things really start to turn for me. Um, you know, you, again, you're around people. And so my whole point of this conversation right now is people being around people. Uh, I got to be around Lisa's parents, Lisa's grandparents. I got to meet people. Um, I'm off, I met this guy. I uh, lived right across from where Lisa's parents were staying. And, uh, in anyways, I got, I don't really need to share his name, but like tells me about his daughter passing away and she was, she's my, she was my age, like, uh, had some heart issues, like was complaining about it and get this, like was afraid to go to the hospital because she didn't have the insurance that would take care of it. We live in freaking America, all right? Nothing pisses me off more than the fact that there's people that are afraid to go get healthy because they can't fund it, right? They don't have the right job. They don't have the right insurance. They don't make enough money to just pay for it, whatever the case may be. So this poor girl picks you know, groceries and life and bills over her own health, and a couple days later, whatever happens in her heart happens, and she's gone, 40, 40 years, 40 years old, 40 some years old, gone. Right. And so he's telling me this and something clicks for me like, Hey man, I need to get my shit in check. Right. Yeah. It's not a heart problem, but you can't tell me depression doesn't lead to some pretty fucked up shit. So, Hey, Troy, you're listening to this guy talk. Like we get home man. let's, let's, let's get it in check. Like, let's get some help. Let's talk to the right people. And so again, you know, I'm a friend, Jen, I have this story. This guy's telling me this deal. Things are clicking in my mind. Um, I get home March 1st. I'm talking to people. Uh, business is good. It's starting to pick up. It's getting springtime. Uh, you know, the sun was out. We had some nice weather, um, photographed a, a dance studio, you know, made a little bit of money. And thought my shit was on track and March 14th comes and it's like, hey, my name's coronavirus. This is my foot. I'm going to kick you in the dick. Uh, and that that's where I, that's that it was like just a halt on my happiness, uh, my healthiness, like, like, holy shit. Like I, I thought I was coming out of it. I thought I was coming out. I was rounding the corner. Uh, I was doing everything right, like, 
just checking things off. And and this coronavirus has been like, uh, hey, Troy, no, uh, F you. That's how I feel uh, when it comes to this deal. And and the thing is, is like, I think social distancing is the worst thing on the planet, right? Because I believe you need people. But now I'm trying to practice this thing. I'm trying to be like, hey, man, uh, I shut my studio down. I keep it pretty much to the house. We go to the store. I go see my brother. Like, we we haven't got out like we normally do. Me and Lisa are, are two times a day out to eaters. We don't eat at home a lot. We're kind of on the fly. And so it's it se- always seems simple to just grab a bite to eat somewhere. Um, maybe it's our sit-down lunch, you know, at, at a place here in town, Mineral City. Shout out to my Mineral City. Uh, and... and you know, you, you get a little time and, and now like it's, it's home and studio and you know, like I, I do bounce over to my brother's house and, and get some time with him and my nephews. And, you know, I've talked to my mom and dad and like, I ran into them at the store and I'm like, they're 80 and I'm like, go home. You know, and, like, it's so weird for me to be spending energy on trying to stay away from people, you know, when I'm so, uh, pro be with people. And so I'm weathering it. Right, like we're all in this together. If you're hearing this anywhere in the world, um, this is reaching every part of the world, and so we're truly in this together. You know, I think, I think back to like nine eleven when nine eleven happened, and uh, I thought like this is so awesome. That I don't want to say that was so awesome. That would have sounded really bad. It was awesome. You know, the next day as people came together, right? Like this horrific event of of people dying brought people together and you got to see it. You got to feel it, right? Like it was visual and, and you could feel it. And, and it was in, in that, that moment, like you, you think, oh, you know, there's, you know, humanity's not gone. And, and, you know, then, and, and now this, this is worldwide. It brings us all together, but technically apart, right? We all have to get away from each other and, and try to help, uh, you know, stop the spread of this. And, it's crazy. I don't even have the words. Like, I want to know what they talk about a hundred years from now when I'm gone. Like, you know, back in 2020, uh, you know, the world faced this deal, and and I know that that's it's happened before. Like, smallpox or you know SARS or I, whatever. I, I understand that there's been you know the plague. Um, I understand that the world has seen this before. In 2020, when you have all the technology and you think is out there, you know, and I obviously know there's more to come and in, in, as the as the, we get, you know, further and further down the road. Um, I never, I just never thought that in my lifetime I would see this. I didn't, I don't know if I played stupid to it. I've seen, I've seen documentaries. I've watched a little you know, videos you come across somebody else posted and, and you thought, oh, that's never going to happen. That's never going to happen to me. That's never going to happen to us. That's never going to happen to the United States, right? Right. Or it's never going to happen in middle Iowa where, you know, we're, we're rural, you know, and, and here it is. Like I believe in God, right. And, and, um, you'll hear me talk a little bit about some thoughts of mine when it comes to, you know, God and, and disease on this next podcast, uh, that I have with a friend here coming out for you guys in a, in a couple weeks. 
Um, I don't, I don't want to use the phrase like God was like, Hey, watch this. Um, here's coronavirus 19 or whatever, you know, COVID-19 or something. I don't necessarily believe in that. Um, I know there's friends of mine that don't believe in God because they can't stand that kids have cancer and and I get it. I wholeheartedly get it. Um, I want to believe that cancer wasn't made by, uh, you know, by God or, or whatever. Like I believe that, you know, where we've come as people and the chemicals we use and the way we've grown up in this world, like it's only got worse and worse. And I think part of that has to be the environments we live in, right? Like I just don't imagine God putting cancer in children. I just can't wrap my head around that. I want to think that God heals those children, you know, that make it through it. And same with this, you know, like I've heard people be like, even my own mom be like, uh, you know, my faith will protect me. And, uh, I hope it does. You know, I, I hope that, I don't, maybe this is my question to God. You know, if we all get one question when we get there, like, maybe this will be mine. Man, what, what was going on in 2020? Because um, I can't wrap my mind around it. I can't, I can't, I can't get a grip. And so I feel somewhat lost. I'm in a way better space than I was in, in the, these past months that I've been telling you guys about. Man, I'm way better space. Uh, I'm really pretty happy and this deal, I think maybe that it hasn't kicked me in the nuts and made my depression or something worse because it's, because again, we're all in it together. You know, it's not something that I'm feel like I'm facing or I'm facing alone or I'm, I don't know where to go. Like it, it, you pick up the phone, this is a conversation you're going to have. Nobody's, nobody's not talking about this. You know, how's your family? Is anybody sick? Anybody in your County, anybody in your state, how many in your state, blah, blah, blah. This is crazy. Blah, 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 blah. Right. We're all in this together. And so uh, I knew I wanted to I wanted to talk today. I knew I wanted to give you guys kind of a what happened? Why did you stop posting, right? Like why did you stop posting a, a podcast? And I've had such such amazing people talk to me about how they love it. They love the conversations we've had. Like, you know, they like that they're raw and I don't technically edit out you know, some dumb stuff. And, um, I've had just so many good compliments. And so I like, I, I thought I was on top of the wave with this thing. And I thought I would, I'd, I'd hammer them out every week or worst case, maybe I'd miss a week here and there. And in life happened, right? Like just something kicked me in the tummy and, and, uh, was like, nah, man, you're, you're not going to do this for a while. And, and, but I think I'm back. Um, and I've got some really, really awesome people lined up. Uh, and and I can't promise you guys, this is going to be weekly yet. You know, I mean, that's finding 52 people, right? Ooh, I hope there's 52 weeks in a year and I just didn't sound stupid. Um, yeah, but I have a a good list going. I've got some times laid out with some people and, and, uh, worst part of it is that a lot of it was already supposed to happen. I was supposed to be at a convention for reptiles. Um, if you don't know, I love animals. I love my snakes. I think uh, ball pythons are the coolest thing on the planet. And you're probably like, ooh, gross. Um, maybe some of you were like, heck yeah. But um, I was going to talk with a buddy of mine there, Chase, who uh, has had quite the battle uh, with brain cancer and has kicked it. And, and we're going to chat about it. And uh, uh, look, really, I was looking forward to it. But that was 
like the, like I said, March 14th came and I was on my way to Chicago and people were like, hold up, man, this convention got canceled. The governor stopped anything over a thousand people, blah, blah, blah. So we didn't get to do it, man. Uh, it sucks. It sucks. And, and so definitely have some, some things to get by. I've never wanted to do these over the phone. Um, I have the software capability and so on to talk to people over the phone, but like, I feel like there's something to be able to look at each other and, and there's moments of tears and, and things like that and, and moments of like even being able to be there for each other. And I feel like over the phone is such a disconnect. And so I don't think I'm going to bring myself to that, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I may do a couple that way. Um, hopefully here in Iowa, if I can stay safe and, you know, some people I have lined up uh, are honest, you know, maybe we can still get together again. I, I've got like eight foot of cord, so I can literally keep us like 16 feet away from each other. And so um, I, hope to, I hope to bring these to you every couple weeks and, and I'll keep posting and, and maybe every week I'll still give a little 20 minute, you know, how, thing, how things are going and uh, keep it as live as possible and, and whatnot. But I want to say thank you. Um, there's people that listen to this that I that I can find in in, in the past, you know, six and twelve months. That uh, I wish I could thank all of them. Uh, you know, the mo- the best way I can, and I wish I could name them all. But um, I think they know who they are, and, and uh, if they're listening, I I hope they I hope they know how thankful I am for their friendship. Uh, I hope you guys are healthy. I hope you guys stay safe in this deal. Help your neighbor, help, uh, help anybody, right? If you've got something extra, you know, give it to them. If you're on lockdown and your neighbor can't make it to the store, maybe you can for them. Do it as healthy as possible. Do it as safe as possible. Um, and, uh, I hope, uh, next year at this time, uh, we're using them for funny. The, we're using this as a, not I was gonna, I was gonna say funny jokes. That's not what I meant. Uh, but as a, a, a funny thing behind us, you know, or a, a time where we can, uh, be like, ah, remember, remember March through May of 2020, you know, like we'll have like my dad, oh, I remember what it was like in 1948. Uh, maybe we, we will have that funny moment for ourselves where, uh, we'll be the old guys and, and ladies talking about, uh, you know, 2020. So I love you guys. Thank you. And, and, and again, stay safe later.